Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. BS is the focus once again. I feel like this tagline of mine is becoming more and more useful lately because once again, it's a retouching rant. I feel that retouching in fashion and beauty is starting to become the elephant in the room that fewer and fewer of us are willing to acknowledge. I'm really starting to feel that fashion and beauty media are just bent on telling us lies to sell things. I feel that perhaps even in this age where the influencer, as we know it, love skincare, love beauty and end up selling it to us, that is dying out. We've even seen it with influencer beauty ranges like Hiram Selfless. They're just dying out and they were really taken to task about filters and kind of faking it to sell us stuff. But beneath that, They were making money from brands who wanted to sell us stuff. And those brands are still here. They're still trying to get their money. And I feel that retouching has just become this completely accepted thing. In fact, it's more normal than not. I kind of feel that if we don't start talking about this regularly, it could mean the beginning of the end of us ever really seeing who we are, let alone celebrities. So... You might be wondering what started off this rant and it's the campaign for Marc Jacobs Autumn Winter Resort Collection, images that were first seen at the end of December. The campaign features the iconic supermodel Kate Moss, who if you don't know who I'm talking about, she has had a career since the early 90s. She's been modeling since her teens. She is one of those models She doesn't look like anybody else. She's always had the sharpest cheekbones. She just had her own look from a really early age. She's worked solidly throughout that time. And one thing that she's never been scared of showing is that she's also a smoker. She always has been a smoker. And you might be thinking that's a really random piece of information to throw in there. But I think it's valuable because just in case you didn't know, smoking is said to cause aging. Aging is one of those things that the beauty industry tries to convince us is bad and must be stopped at all costs. So if you think of, I feel that we've come a long way when it comes to talking about sun damage these days. I feel that everybody knows SPF must be a daily habit, but Smoking is a different kind of damage altogether. Not only does it affect your internal organs, but it really affects your skin. And before I go any further, I'm going to let you know I am not an anti-smoker. In fact, I have often been a social smoker myself. The last time I smoked a cigarette was New Year's Eve. That is my confession. It is not a common thing, but I'm quite a vain person and I'm trying not to ruin my skin. I'm not a daily smoker, but Kate, Kate has an age old habit. And basically what I'm trying to say is that smoker's skin, if you ever Google that, it's known to look aged, blotchy, wrinkly, dry. Kate doesn't really look blotchy or dry. But if you've seen video content of her, you'll know she absolutely has wrinkles. And that might mean that she looks a bit older. I mean, she's 48. I'm not saying that she looks 60. But take a look. Take a look at any recent video content of Kate and you will see that 
she is aging pretty normally, perhaps a little bit faster than others because of her smoking habit. So this is the reason, because I've seen her so often on video very recently, she's been promoting her Cosmos wellness range. I'm not sure how long that's going to last though, but she went through a stint of promoting it everywhere, particularly on British Vogue. She has a really close connection to that magazine and has been featured on their YouTube a lot. So I've seen that and I've seen, yep, she looks older because she is older. So that was why I was so not surprised when I saw the new imagery and video for the Marc Jacobs campaign. Surprise would be silly for me to say, but I was taken aback at the amount of retouching or possibly kind of AI filters that have been used. The campaign is directed by Harley Weir and we see Kate Moss looking as smooth and shiny as a brand new pair of patent leather Christian Louboutins. She is so shiny and smooth. She looks like a mannequin. And I have to say, it's a Kate that we've never seen before. I mean, I don't think she even looked this smooth when she first started modeling in her teens. Before I go on, I just want to explain some of the imagery to you if you haven't seen it already. While I say it's not a Kate we've seen before, the imagery definitely harks back to Kate from the 90s, 1998 to be exact. Kate was booked in to appear in the spring-summer 1999 Gianni Versace show and Donatella Versace had specifically requested that Kate changed up her look and did something different with her hair rather than the usual blonde. Kate opted for pink and that look was kind of immortalized by photographer Jürgen Teller ahead of the show. He photographed Kate just lying in bed. She's on these white sheets. Her pink hair is splayed out everywhere. She hasn't got a scrap of makeup on. She just looks beautiful and happy, fresh and young. So in the new imagery for Marc Jacobs, that's kind of what we see. She's got the pink hair back. Is she looking young? She's looking younger, but it's got an almost cyborg effect. She looks flawless, but there's something really unreal about just how flawless she looks. Comments on social media have been pretty negative. I notice comments on different platforms go differently. For instance, I feel that on Instagram, when the video content was shared, so many comments were really negative and a lot of people were comparing her to Madonna, who unfortunately has really gone overboard with fillers lately and people are just mocking her. She has a very pillowy, tight face. Many comments were saying that Kate looks the same and that it actually looks like anything she's done has been botched. So quite negative comments. But when I posted a video about the campaign and shared it on TikTok last week, I'll also share it on my Instagram when this episode goes out. So many people took what I said at face value and that is quite a TikTok thing. What I mean by that is they watch the first minute of the video, maybe even the first 10 seconds actually, and they just jump on saying, oh my God, she looks amazing. I don't know why anyone's attacking her for what she's done to her face. First of all, I really do wish that people would watch the entire video. My videos are often around two minutes. Just get to the end so you can make a point based on my entire point first. And so lots of comments are saying you shouldn't be criticizing her. And I, I don't actually criticize. I make a comment saying, it could be buckle fat pad removal, or it could be retouching. That's literally the only hint I make towards her potentially doing something to her face. I certainly don't say it in a negative way. 
I had to make the video because the comments everywhere on TikTok, you know, on many of these fashion websites, it's just, oh my God, she looks amazing. And I get it. For some people, Kate Moss is an instant like and comment. She is the Kate Moss. I understand so many viewers saying she looks great, let her do what she wants. And I lost count in the end of how many times. In fact, I gave up saying, I'm not talking about what she does to her face. I'm actually not even talking about Kate in a sense. My issue is how that the media industry, the fashion industry, the beauty industry are all kind of working against us to promote this idea that aging is unattractive. And for me, this video and photo shoot form just part of that. The photographer is not to blame for the entire industry being this way. I'm not saying that. But by not showing wrinkles and lines that are on Kate's face, I have seen them. These wrinkles and lines that she has earned by simply living as well as smoking Surely we are creating an unrealistic example of aging. And just to let you know, I have zero problems with anyone doing anything to their face. I had fillers a few years ago. I'm probably going to get Botox sometime in the near future. Personally, I would never say no to something if I feel like I'm no longer looking like myself and I don't feel good. Like it's my face, it's my business. The issue that I have is that aging is not attractive. I'm cool with doing stuff to my face, but there'll be plenty of other women that don't want to do stuff to their face. But over time, they might feel pressured because if they're not seeing anybody that looks like them, if they're not seeing anyone that has wrinkles on TV, on TikTok, wherever, are they going to start feeling that they're not seen or worthy of being seen? That's my concern. One thing that I point out in the video is... I also think the visuals are a source of humor for Kate and Mark. I truly think that they thought it would be fun to turn the clock back three decades. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? I think people are kind of playing with that concept now with different AI filters on Instagram and TikTok, particularly the Lenser one. People love to play with their image. I get it. And I think that Kate and Mark, who have had this decades-long relationship, they wanted to go back to a time when they first met. They've both had issues since this time. Back then in the 90s, both Kate and Mark were fresh-faced, enjoying life, enjoying the best that fashion had to offer. They're glowing with youth and potential. But then addiction problems come up and rehab and injections, and that's just Mark. And three decades of smoking would start to show up on Kate's face. So why wouldn't they want to throw things back? It definitely feels like the campaign was born out of nostalgia. I just think the concept was lost on the fashion media because everything I've read about this campaign is just stating the facts. Kate's got pink hair. Kate's looking great. She's looking better than ever. And none of them have said, you can see that they've used AI filters in this, in the video, and you can see that they've retouched the images. That's all I need. I just literally need a nod to it. But instead, we've got the likes of everyone from hype beast today's to women's wear daily and paper countless tiktokers just gushing and saying yep kate is back i don't disagree that she looks great but please i just wanted somebody to mention the use of ai and retouching i actually feel it could create a healthier environment 
especially for younger generations. If ads started to include disclaimers such as, please note there has been extensive retouching on the model in this image. That's it. It's just a simple statement. It's a fact. It's like those ads that you see in America. Whenever I visit America, there's a lot of ads for drugs over there. And always along the bottom, there's this little disclaimer running like, if you take this, you might die. You know, it's just a little disclaimer. Please note there's been extensive retouching on the model. The reader can ignore it. The reader might not read it, but if they see it and they can say, oh, right, okay, cool. I know that this isn't how she really looks. They're telling me to buy this mascara, but they're also telling me that they're not all her real eyelashes. They've added them on. It just gives a little bit of balance, I think. The last time I got this annoyed about extensive retouching was when I dedicated an entire episode to Kate's fellow 90s supermodel, Linda Evangelista, again, a woman with her own look. Nobody has looks like Linda Evangelista. They didn't look like her back then and no one looks like her today. Absolutely beautiful. I'll share that episode in the show notes with you. It's number 137. Linda was featured on the cover and throughout the 2022 September issue of British Vogue. And they literally erased every single sign of aging on her face. I mean, they literally even erased most shadows. They were quite unnatural to me. And I say that as a photographer. One positive from the shoot was that at least in the article accompanying these images, Linda stated that she wanted the shoot to be a fantasy. She was basically saying, let's forget that 20 years have passed since I was at the height of my career. And let's forget that I had a traumatic experience with cool sculpting which is this fat freezing procedure she said had actually disfigured her and caused her to become a hermit, basically. It's a very sad story, but for me, I still feel the severe retouching on that shoot was a little deceptive. But again, I have to admit that at least she shared her point. She said she wanted the images to be unreal. So that's what we got. We got an unreal shoot and so many people loved it. More recently, I dedicated an episode to the final print cover of Allure magazine featuring former Friends actress Jennifer Aniston. Again, if you head to YouTube or any recent footage of Jennifer, she looks great. She's 51, but in episode number 153, which I'll share in the show notes for you, I cannot get past the amount of retouching on the final print cover of Allure magazine. And it just left me wondering, is it frustrating for women like Kate and Jennifer's age? Kate's 48 and Jennifer's 51. Is it frustrating for them? Because they are seen by women of their age will look at Kate and Jennifer as their peers in a way. They've grown up with them. And these magazines and campaigns that they choose to appear in are basically telling these women at home, reading the magazines, watching the content, Kate and Jennifer don't look that good. So we've actually made them smaller and shinier and smoother for you guys. How does that make those women feel at home? Does it bother them? I have to ask, does it bother Kate and Jennifer that women their age are being shown their images, but with 10, 20 years shaved off? It's starting to feel like between the celebrities and the industries like fashion and beauty, there is an agreement I feel like there's this agreement to really amp up the retouching. It's actually become an essential part. And 
Nobody really cares about the end user. Nobody really cares about that woman that's looking at the image of Linda Evangelista 20 years younger and thinking, I'm going to buy that blusher and I'm going to look exactly like her. And then being surprised when she's at home and it doesn't look the same. I don't want to sound like I'm blaming the individuals, although, of course, when there are thousands of individuals, they can have a strong voice if they were to stand together. But I don't know. I I just wonder if anybody cares. But at the same time, I'm guessing Jennifer Aniston has way more things to worry about than how somebody else looks at themselves in the mirror. Like, that's not Jennifer Aniston's problem, is it? It's not Kate Moss's problem if a woman of her age is sitting at home thinking, oh my God, why am I so wrinkly compared to these pictures of Kate Moss? I don't think it makes sense to pick on individuals. It's more so about an industry that is focused on selling us solutions for aging rather than encouraging us to see it as natural, which is a fact, and something that could even be beautiful. Perhaps celebrities see the retouching process as a way of suspending their own beauty and time, cementing their status. For Kate, I think it's very much about maintaining an illusion of perfection. Many of us know that it's all smoke and mirrors. Like there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. And I myself as a photographer and someone that's worked on magazines knows a lot goes into creating that one image. But I never want to assume that everybody knows the same things that I do. Somebody pointed out on one of my videos, everybody knows it's smoke and mirrors. Let's just enjoy it. And I'm just like, no, I don't think everyone knows. I don't think everybody knows that Zendaya's face has been retouched and her body in the latest Valentino campaign. I don't think they know that. I think they look and think, wow, she's beautiful. I think they think that Zendaya literally woke up like that. Another magazine that I could have bought and got annoyed over, but I haven't yet, (laughs) is the January cover of British Vogue. Now, the woman on this cover is an icon. I would never say anything negative about Iman. Iman has been working for 40 years, which, by the way, I can't believe this is her first British Vogue cover. That's absolutely (laughs) ridiculous to me. But more ridiculous is the amount of retouching that they've done to Iman. I, like I said, I haven't even bought this copy. I I don't want to because I know it's going to annoy me. When I first saw the images of Iman, who's 67 and looks amazing, by the way, I was just like, why is her skin so smooth? And I don't mean it in the sense of, oh my God, why is her skin so smooth? I was just like, I'd literally seen her on TikTok a few days before um, talking about her husband, her now past husband David Bowie and I saw how beautiful she was and is and I also saw that she has some little wrinkles on her neck and her jawline is not super sharp but she's still beautiful Iman and this British folk shoot oh just every image it's absolutely she almost doesn't look like herself in some of the images and I just thought who did the retouching did somebody look at pictures of Iman when she first started modeling like in her 20s and just thought oh that's that's who we fo- that's who we worked with today let's you know turn the clock back it just seems so false and it makes me a little bit sad because Iman is quite rightly celebrating this first cover this first british vogue cover and she's putting it on her instagram feed and she's not looking at the images thinking oh, it doesn't quite look like me i would really really love to be able to find out from celebrities and models of this status like tell me what do you think because if they're fine with it 
that's cool because I I think I always have this image that they wake up in the morning and they look in the mirror and they they don't want to look at themselves because they don't even look like the latest magazine cover. But surely it's a problem if women at home are seeing these images and thinking, well, I'm going to look like that at 67. And then they're just shocked and depressed when it doesn't turn out that way. I don't know. I haven't got a solution, but I feel that even regular people, and by that I mean non-celebrities, I know people that still to this day have never shown their real face on Instagram or their stories. They use filters to show their face. Like they'll have their favorite go-to filters every day. And for me, that is dangerous. And if they're selling product, that's actually, that's also deceptive. And I've said it on a recent episode, if we're going to pick up on influencers using filters and we're actually thinking of bringing legislation to stop them doing it, why are we letting celebrities and brands off the hook when they are making money from what is visual deception? I really want to know what you think. You can probably tell this annoys me. And if this is your first time listening, it's because as well as being a writer and a podcaster, I'm also a photographer. So I take it to heart because when I meet someone and I photograph them and they entrust me with their image, I am not trying to turn them into something that they're not. I will retouch eyes, like make eyes brighter, maybe make skin brighter, maybe a tiny little bit smoother. But I am not removing things. I'm not changing the shape of your eyes. I'm not changing the shape of your jawline. I don't want to be part of that. Let's just go with fantasy unless it's a fantasy shoot. You know, fantasy is there's no limits on that. But I think it can be harmful when magazines like Elle, Vogue, Harper's, all of them are playing with the images that you see. Let me know what you think. Perhaps you're someone that regularly retouches your own images. Again, there's no judgment here. I want to have a discussion. So if you retouch your images or you think there's no harm in retouching, please get in touch. You can pop into the DMs on Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast or Twitter. You can also find me on TikTok at Sharice Kenyon where that Kate Moss video is. And also, did you know that you can now listen to Beauty Me on Amazon Music? wherever you listen I would really really love it if this time around if you enjoyed this episode please go and hit the subscribe or like button most people that listen to the show every week are not subscribed and if you could just change that by clicking one more thing before you sign out today it would be amazing and even more important if you could leave a review I would really appreciate it it really helps the podcast to be found by others see you next time